0: Great courage was demonstrated on the day Jesus died. Jesus was born sinless. He did not sin, and yet he suffered that cruel death on a cross. And of course, we witness the courage of Jesus, and we remember that and celebrate that today. But he wasn't the only one that showed great courage on that day. As we reflect this Good Friday, as we reflect on our response, we can see the response of one of his followers. We can see the courage of one of his followers who stepped out of the shadows, the Bible tells us, of secrecy and into the light of open association with Jesus. This secret follower, as we saw in the video, was Joseph of Arimathea. John's Gospel tells us why Jesus followed Oh, sorry Joseph followed Jesus in secrecy up until that day. John chapter 19 verse 38 says after these things Joseph Joseph of Arimathea who was a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews. Jewish people, especially the religious leaders, brought great fear into life of Joseph and indeed anyone else that sought to follow Jesus. He himself was even considered actually a Jewish leader among the elite but he was a dissenter. He disagreed when it came to the decision to have Jesus sent to an early death. But you this little character of Easter, Joseph of Arimathea, is actually in all four Gospels. Tells us different things about Joseph. We're going to have a quick look at that this morning and try to understand a little bit about his courage and how we can have courage as well. Joseph was a prominent man in the day, and Matthew tells us that Joseph was rich. He said, when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea. Mark's gospel tells us that Joseph was a prominent member of the Sanhedrin. He was, I think the verse is up, he was a respected member of the council. He was was looked up as a highly regarded Jew. Luke's gospel tells us that he was a good and righteous man who would make his own decisions as he looked for the kingdom of God. Verses 50 to 51 of Luke chapter 23 says, Now there was a man named Joseph from the Jewish town of Arimathea. He was a member of the council, a good and righteous man, who had not consented to their decision and action, and he was looking for the kingdom of God. May that be said of us today amongst all the mess of our society, that we're looking for the kingdom of God. And so while Matthew states that Joseph was rich, he also shed another important distinction about Joseph at the end of, of his reference in Matthew 27, in verse 57. He says he was a disciple of Jesus. And for those of us who have been in church a while, we start to limit our thinking to the 12 disciples, don't we? To the 12 that followed Jesus most closely, his most intimate group. But just like we're all disciples, people seeking to follow Jesus, Joseph was one of those as well. But as we heard, the fear of the Jews kept Jesus' association with Joseph a secret. He followed Jesus, but in the shadows. He'd witnessed firsthand how the religious leaders would tear apart anyone that would not go with their flow, that would find themselves on the wrong side of the Jewish common thought. And then he was scared. In multiple places in John's Gospel, he mentions the very real fear of the Jews. It stifled action, it quieted conviction from so many people who might have wanted to align themselves with Jesus and his teaching. In John chapter um, 7, John speaks of the Feast of Booths and how Jesus was a topic of conversation amongst the Jews. Have a look in chapter 7, verse 11 to 13. The Jews were looking for him at the feast and saying, where is he? And there was much muttering about him and the people. While some said, he is a good man, others said, no, he is leading the people astray. Yet for the fear of the Jews, no one spoke openly of him. And two chapters later, John writes about how Jesus had healed a blind man, a man who had been born blind. And soon after the religious leaders want to suss out the situation, so they summon the man and his parents, a grown man and his parents, to try to get the bot to the bottom of what had happened. And this healing had taken place on the Sabbath, which was the sin of all sins. And John describes the interrogation that took place by the Pharisees in John chapter 9. The Jews did not believe that he had been born blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but how he now sees we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age. He will speak for himself. And then John adds a little bit of explanation for us. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he's of age. Ask him. His parents were scared. People were scared. The fear of the Jews were in so many people. And you know, to be put out of the synagogue was to be ostracized from the heart of Jewish life. It was the ultimate disconnection, ultimate exile from all of social life, from all their connections. To be banished caused great fear amongst the people. They had to belong, just like we need people to belong to today. That was how they felt they belonged. They had to be together with their friends and family and their neighbours. And so, not to be a part of this community wasn't just to fear for their lives, physical lives, but to fear for their emotional and their mental well being. So, Joseph of Arimathea was a secret disciple. He was a disciple who followed Jesus, but secretly. But then on this day, perhaps the most scary day to do this, he steps out of the shadows of hiding. You know, one of the sins, if you like, one of the the issues in Joseph's life that he overcame at that moment uh, was the fear of losing his prestige, the fear of losing his power, the fear of losing his position, the fear of not belonging, Amongst his fellow Jews. John had frowned on people that lived this secret lifestyle. In John chapter 12, um, he says this. Nevertheless, many even of the authorities believed in him. But for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. So they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. He would have been quoting or referring to Joseph here as well as many others. But for Joseph, do you like the, the message that we heard in this morning? He summoned up the courage. He summoned up the courage. Inspired, perhaps, by what Jesus was doing, he summoned up the courage. He witnessed what happened to Jesus. He witnessed his betrayal, him being beaten, him being unfairly tried, scourged, put to death, and he decides... It's no longer time to hide in the secret. Outside Pilate's headquarters is where we see this courage overcome his fear. And his loyal devotion to Jesus is seen in the light with with the highest authorities. In verse 38, after these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for the fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took his body away let's never think that this was a simple act it took real courage to overcome this fear and make this request of Pilate this could have moved beyond banishment from his people and it could have actually resulted in death not just removing his influence or his position or his prominence but actually his life Pilate had just ordered Jesus to be killed because he was making an example of what happened to those who sought to go against the throne of Caesar and this so-called king of the Jews was to be strung up and left to die and anyone associated with this rebel king could suffer the same fate and still Joseph went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Jewish law held that the burial had to be performed even for enemies in some form. It was forbidden for the dead body to stay on the cross past sunset. So Joseph, as a leader of the Jews and out of respect for Jewish law, and possibly and most probably as a favor to Jesus' followers who were there, he felt compelled to request from Pilate the right to bury him. And so once Jesus retrieved the body of Jesus after Pilate had granted permission, he had to move quickly. It says in the Bible that Jesus died about 3 p.m., and by 6 p.m. the sun was going down and the Sabbath had started and it was, everything had to be dealt with. He had to move very quickly, but he didn't act alone. Interestingly, he had a friend, another friend from the shadows who stepped up and helped that day. Verse 39 to 42. Nicodemus also, who had come to Jesus by night, you might remember the story, he came secretly to ask Jesus what must he do to inherit eternal life. Isn't it interesting that both Nicodemus and Joseph, who were followers of Jesus in the darkness, in secret, until Jesus died, they emerged in the light. However, those disciples who'd followed him so closely in the light for those years, when it came to his public ministry, they were there by his side the whole way. And yet here, on the day of his death, only John remained by his side throughout the crucifixion. But here we have Joseph and Nicodemus, who have the courage on this day. They were inspired on this day to step up and to do what it took. They prepared Jesus' body with a number of spices, myrrh and aloes, the Bible says, that were sufficient for a king. 75 pounds of this stuff, which is what the Bible says it was, was almost 100 times the amount that Mary had anointed Jesus with when she broke her vase and anointed Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. If you remember, that amount was one year's wages. People questioned, shouldn't that be used for the poor? And yet here we are on the day of Jesus' burial. And a hundred times that amount was used to prepare his body, to honor him in his death. By this, admittedly, very rich man. His head and his feet, the whole of his body was treated. The final anointing and preparation And the difference between that and what would have happened had they not claimed his body, he would have likely been flung into a common pit with the bodies of any other victims from that day. But with courage, Joseph intervened. And although Jesus had no estate, nothing for himself, his friends and family, they were poor, they had no money, they relied on those who were with them. That day, Jesus received a burial suitable for the king that he was because Arimathea stepped up. Joseph of Arimathea stepped up and courageously offered to take the body and to use his tomb. On this day, those who stepped out of the dark into full association with Jesus are great examples of us as well. Sometimes it's hard for us to step out of the shadows of our beliefs, of what we stand for, to tell people that we love Jesus and want to offer his love to them. Let's make sure that we're stepping up, not just today but every day with courage. Let's be inspired by the cross today to live lives of courage. To make sure we never give 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 loving sorry give give glory or give excitement to other people's glory more than we do to giving glory to God. May our lives never be defined by fear of those who might not agree with us. The band played earlier. The tune of the words, beautiful words, weren't they? Here at the cross in this sacred hour. Here at the source of reviving power. Helpless indeed, I come with my need. Lord, for thy service fit me, I plead. How can I better serve thee, Lord? Thou who has done so much for me. How can I have the courage to step out of those shadows? Give me courage, God, for what's ahead is my prayer today. And I pray that that will be your prayer as well. Give me courage for that which i face today that which i face tomorrow that which we as people who seek to follow jesus face in our world today this morning as we remember jesus he who has done so much for us i invite you to ask for courage we have the opportunity of participating in this service of of a public sign if you like of courage of coming forward and taking some bread and some juice and of reflecting on what God has done for us and of of associating ourselves with him today. The Songsters are going to come first and they're going to sing a beautiful song, a song called, Think of Me and Remember. And in this song, the call is for us to come follow Jesus. Come follow in the light of day, remember all that he's done and come follow him. And so the response today is simple. Will we do as Joseph did? Will we remember what Jesus did for us? And will we we have the courage to come and follow him?